Vegas Nation podcasts are sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. What is good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Vegas Nation First and Ten, your weekly news and analysis and commentary uh, on your uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Coming live, by the way, from uh, the Indianapolis uh, or the Indiana Convention Center, where, of course, Indianapolis, we're talking about the scouting combine, the NFL scouting combine. We are knee deep in the NFL scouting combine and a ton to get to. But before we bring in uh, our great co-host, Sam Gordon, just want to let everybody know, remind everybody that Vegas Nation podcasts are sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. Sam Gordon, how are you, my friend? Man, Vinny, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, I persevered the freezing rain this morning in Las Vegas, uh, weather more uh, befitting of one Indianapolis, Indiana, but nonetheless, here we are. Um, how are you? How's Indy? What, what, what's what's the combine like this year? I'm doing great. Uh, we just finished up with the uh, defensive linemen and linebackers uh, and a lot of studs, man. I'll tell you that right now. There's some uh, there's some talent this year uh, on defense, but I'll tell you right first and foremost, and a lot, lot happening, a lot to get to, a ton of Raider-related stuff uh, to talk about. But boy, I'll tell you what um, – the Jalen Carter uh, bombshell that, that that hit earlier this morning um, with that whole episode and situation uh, back in Atlanta, one of his teammates, you know, died in a car accident. Now it looks like he might have been involved to some extent. Uh, a warrant was issued for his arrest. He immediately left the combine this morning, headed back to Atlanta to take care of what now looks like uh, some some pretty, um, you know, severe uh, legal uh, issues. And, um, you know, obviously two lives were lost in this and we can't ever lose sight of that but from a draft perspective Jalen Carter Sam um, was the prohibitive number one player in this draft outside of a quarterback and was likely headed uh, to the Chicago Bears at the top of the draft um, if they don't trade that pick you know for somebody that needs a quarterback and so now all of a sudden everything is in flux uh, at the top of the draft with this news about Jalen Carter yeah, I mean, what was it? I mean, I can, I mean, it was the number one thing I saw this morning on Twitter. Vinny was just kind of perusing my phone and seeing, oh, oh, wow, this is again, like you said, uh, one of the best players in all of college football, a dominant player. And the timing of this coming out with it being right before he set to speak at the NFL combine is just, I imagine it made for, for kind of an eerie vibe um, over there. But just kind of with that being said, right, the Raiders at number seven. And again, you touched on it. Two lives were lost. That is the most important thing and most important part of the situation. But there are draft implications of any That's what that's what you're in, in, in Indianapolis to cover the NFL draft, the lead up to the NFL draft. What was the vibe like just out there when this news kind of broke? And how do you feel like it could affect the Raiders now uh, at, at seven, depending on what we what we learn in the coming days and weeks? Yeah, um, it was a lot of shock, like, you know, because uh, we had, we had all heard about, um, you know, what had happened uh, a couple of months month ago or so ago. Um, and then to find out that, you know, that, that Jalen was involved to some extent. Um, and then, you know, it sounds like at least if you believe the reports coming out of uh, Georgia that, you know, he gave some differing accounts of where exactly he was first he was a mile away then he was behind uh the car that ultimately crashed and then he was alongside the car that ultimately crashed so uh there sounds like there was a little bit of 
you know, uh, deceitfulness going on. So that's never uh, a good thing whatsoever. Um, uh, so, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of shock and people are like, wow, okay. Uh, that's pretty big news. But as it relates to the Raiders sitting there at, at number seven, listen, if, if, if Jalen Carter falls out of the first round or the top 10 or whatever the case might be, um, in this draft, that means that one more player, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like if, if, if you're at number seven with the Raiders and you're assuming that Jalen Carter is going to take, be taken, uh, ahead of you. That means that another good player was going to fall to you. Now you take Jalen out of the equation. That just takes one more consideration player out of consideration for the Raiders as well. Yeah, no, definitely, Vinny, and the trickle down effect for for other teams uh, ahead of that, you know, that spot as well. So certainly huge news, and not news I think anybody wanted to hear um, with the NFL scouting scouting combine is showcase. Uh, for so many of these young players that are that whose lives are about to change and are and a real opportunity for them, and you know we're stuck kind of talking about this uh, to, to start our show, but it's it's appropriate because of all the implications and because of how serious uh, everything is. And, and and now again, it like you you already you know published an article VegasNation.com on some of the potential implications that it could have for the Raiders. But but beyond that, Vinny, I mean you have you have your feet on the ground, right? Josh McDaniels talked yesterday. This is a huge event. What have you kind of gathered or learned so far? The workouts haven't started. The testing hasn't started yet. But as it pertains to the Raiders, Vinny, what are your kind of early assessments or takeaways um, from from where they're at right now in the offseason from what was said yesterday at the Combine? Uh, two things, and we were also able to talk to uh, Dave Ziegler uh, as, as well uh, yesterday um, after talking to Josh. Two things. Number one. They're definitely on the lookout for a quarterback, if not multiple quarterbacks um, in the draft, in free agency, maybe even the trade, you know, tool. Uh, Jared Sidham uh, is still in the picture. So quarterback, 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 quarterback. And they uh, met with a slew of them uh, on Tuesday night. We're speaking uh, on Tuesday here. So last night they met with a bunch of uh, quarterbacks. And, and I know Josh McDaniels was super excited about getting that process started, getting in front of these guys, you know, getting them up on the uh, – uh, up, up, up on the whiteboard, you know, uh, drawing out plays and, you know, talking football and all that stuff. Also getting to know guys. So that's for him, really, aside from the film that he's been able to take a look at, this is the first real step in a deep dive that's going to happen over these next couple of months as they decide what direction to take at quarterback. But quarterback aside, Sam, if you put that yeah. off to the side for a second, defense, yeah. defense, 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 defense. I can't stress yeah. enough uh, how much the Raiders want to finally uh, get this defense fixed and how much um, they're zeroing in on, on defensive players in this draft, if not free agency as well. Yeah, Vinny, and it's, I mean, when you kind of take a look at how the season ended, that I mean, I think that comes to a surprise is absolutely nobody, right? This has been one of the worst defensive units in the NFL. I mean, for as long as I can pretty much remember, I mean, I think only a little – hyperbole there that you have a couple outlier seasons and, and they were, I guess, passable to a certain point uh, in 2021. But beyond that, this has been a side of the ball that has been leaky for a very, very, very long time. And I feel like, you know, with the free app, with the, with the cap space that the Raiders have and with a full complement of draft choices, right, even more than the normal complement of draft choices gives the Raiders an opportunity to fill a couple needs, like you mentioned, quarterback and the depth on the defensive side of the ball, not just depth, but starters on the defensive side uh, of, of the ball too, Vinny. So, I, you know, again, not absolutely no surprise whatsoever that, that, that those are going to be kind of the focal points. And, and there are going to be, I mean, I think, you know, there's, I mean, hundreds of players in the draft, there's going to be plenty of options 
and plenty of needs. I think when you talk about that defense on all three levels for the Raiders to, to, to kind of, uh, you know, sift through and see uh, who they like as the testing gets kind of underway here in these extra days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, today we had the, uh, you know, uh, the luxury of being able to talk to a bunch of these defensive players, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this is a guy with, uh, I think, you know, uh, he's six foot six and he's every bit the six foot six, but he's also got a wingspan. I think it's over seven foot of a f- seven footer. So can you imagine that? Um and uh, you look at the tape of Tyree and then listen to him talk and hear other people talk about him. Um, he's somebody. And now, again, there's a guy that could, because of what's going on with Jalen Carter, uh, I think the chances of him being, you know, there for the Raiders at number seven were probably, you know, grew um, or, 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 or increased because of the presence of Jalen Carter. But if Jalen Carter gets taken out of the equation, maybe he doesn't now uh, fall to the Raiders because he's, you know, uh, arguably one of the best defensive players in this draft, along with the Will Anderson and so many other guys, uh, Miles Murphy from uh, Clemson that we got a chance to talk to, uh, but just a whole lot of talent. And I think if, if, and that's what we haven't even gotten to the cornerbacks uh, yet. So, um, and the safeties, and there's, there's a, a good uh, number of those as well. So, you know, for a team, like the Raiders that needs defensive help um, not a bad draft to go get that help yeah Vinny with you know just, just again getting a chance like you said a lot of talented defensive players uh, in this draft it feels like there's some depth there in this draft on the uh, on, on that side of the ball and the potential for the Raiders not only to say they want to add a high-end start depending on what they do with the quarterback position and where they go there set you know there there is potential at number seven to add an impact defensive player if they choose to do so and maybe potential starters later in the draft too, right, Vinny? I mean, I think if you're the Raiders, you're looking at this draft as an opportunity to get not just one, two, three impact guys, but because of some of the depth there, you want multiple starters on the defensive side of the ball long-term. Is that is that a fair assessment of where things are at at this stage of the evaluation process? Yeah, I don't think there's any question. Um, and they have to. That's the, that's, the, that's the point of it all. They have to come up with starters um, and high-end starters, you know. Um, it, it's obviously depth is an issue, and they're going to continue to chip away at that. But first and foremost, especially on defense, you need guys that can get the job done that are your starters. Um, so, uh, and I think they feel like there's there's the capability uh, of getting you know multiple starters like day one starters uh, out of the out of this draft so it's on them to make the right decision um that's always first and foremost and decision making um, around the raiders hasn't always been good uh, in the draft dave ziegler and josh mcdaniels are trying to to change that uh but uh, and we did talk to, to dave um about you know how many starters he'd like to get out of this draft and you know it's, it's hard to just pinpoint that at this point you know two months out of the draft but um there is an expectation and certainly a hope uh, that 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 will be the case and and beyond that also adding some some you know depth pieces development pieces guys that are going to be able to be in your rotation uh, all that sort of thing but I, but i think uh it's available here for the raiders they just got to make the right decisions vegas get in on the sports betting action and get on the stn sports app with 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. There's a new brand of water out there that looks just like Tall Boys of Beer. On the latest Vegas Nation podcast, my guest thought it was malt liquor, but it's really a 22-ounce can of pure liquor refreshment. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps that's available in still, sparkling, and three flavors. And it's called Liquid Death. 
Liquid Death's Tall Boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Did you know plastic isn't actually recyclable anymore and more plastic than not goes just to the landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and profitable for recycling facilities. My favorite is the Liquid Death Severed line because it gives me that pick-me-up I need in the middle of the day when you feel like you're dragging and you won't make it to the final bell. But this is crisp and refreshing and the taste perks me right up and gets me through my day. So go get Liquid Death at your local Smiths, Walmart, Sprouts, and Terrible stores or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. I know, again, defensive linemen, linebackers uh, are, are first and defensive backs. We're not going to see the quarterbacks uh, until this weekend. But what's the chatter like, Vinny, at the combine around the quarterback position? I feel like this is a, you know, every every quarterback class is a little bit different. We have, you have Bryce Young, you have Will Levis. Uh, of course, you have a CJ Stroud, you have Anthony Richardson, Hendon Hooker, Tanner McKee. There's a lot of these quarterbacks that we, we've been hearing about. With, with your feet on the ground there, just kind of taking the temperature, what's the buzz like around these young quarterbacks and, and, and particularly as it comes to the Raiders? Are you getting a sense one way or the other, where they're at in that kind of, you know, who they like, or is, are we still too soon to say with um, everything, all the testing happening this weekend? Yeah, I think it's a little too soon uh, to zero in on one or two guys that they're in love with. Um, but I think they're in love with the concept of falling in love uh, <laughs> with, with the quarterback here, but they're not going to also just frivolously do that. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to, they're going to make sure they're in love uh, before they, either, whether it's execute, the pick at number seven on a quarterback or trade up to go get one. They're going to make sure or do their best to make sure that this is the real deal. You know, that this isn't going to be a fling or this isn't going to be something where, you know, one side's running off on the other side, you know, after a year, this is going to be, they want to make it a long-term commitment, but it has to be the right, you know, quarterback. And they're not going to necessarily rush uh, into, into, into that decision. Uh, but what's so interesting about this quarterback class is I think the first determination teams have to make, including the Raiders, is are we talking about these quarterbacks because they're legitimately four quarterbacks that should go within the first seven picks? Or are we talking about them along those terms because they just happen to be the best quarterbacks in this draft? That doesn't necessarily mean they're historically great quarterbacks or great quarterback prospects. It's just that they happen to be the best of this bunch. And that's a clear distinction that you have to make because if they are – just legitimately really good quarterbacks and this could be a really good quarterback draft albeit there's some different flavors and different skill sets and there's a lot of differences among them but if we're talking about um just the best of a of a otherwise not so good group that's when you start making some mistakes and i think that's the determination that the raiders want to make are we legitimately talking about these guys for the right reasons or are they just the best of a bunch that's Maybe not so good. Well, and that question, right? I mean, I think that's one of the interesting things in terms of, you know, not just with the Raiders, but with other teams around the NFL, Vinny, is because you look, it's the focus, of course, is on this evaluation. But let's let's be honest, every team in the NFL that might need a quarterback knows that Caleb Williams is going to be available in 2024 in Drake May. So I think, again, I'm not I don't I don't want to predict or prognosticate how that's affecting teams, you know, line of thinking, um, not just the Raiders, but other teams line of thinking. But I mean, you, you know it, I know it, of course, all 32 teams know it that, Hey, there's going to be more blue chip prospects um, down the road. And that's not to say that the quarterback 
prospects in this class aren't blue chip. I think to your point, it just means having to do your due diligence, go through a thorough evaluation and then kind of see where things stand after that process happens. So that to me is, I I think, another fascinating layer of this because so many teams, of course, including the Raiders, have kind of vacancies at that quarterback position. We're seeing more quarterback mobility around the NFL now in 2023 than we ever have before. Like, what does that mean in terms of moving forward? But I think we'll learn more certainly as, as, as time goes on, as the quarterback's that are participating in all the combat combine activities do so this weekend. And then with pro days around the country uh, coming up in the next few weeks as well. Yeah. It's going to be a really interesting uh, next couple of months for that reason. Uh, and then for, you know, every other position that the Raiders are, are looking at, including uh, defense, but also, you know, um, you know, free agency starts, in a couple of weeks, you know, we're, 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 we're literally just two weeks away from the start of free agency. And that's where the Raiders could go get their quarterback. You know, maybe it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, maybe I, I think this is a, a long shot at this point, but maybe they, they, they do kick the tires on Aaron Rodgers If Aaron Rodgers ever decides like he's going to, um, you know, be forthcoming on what exactly he wants to do and 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 whether he wants to do it still in Green Bay or or, or elsewhere. So that's something that they're going to have to take a look at. Uh, maybe it's Jacoby Brissett. Maybe it's Jared Siddham. So there's a lot that's going to have that's going to happen prior to this draft that could determine how high they they use what you know uh, pick that they use for for a quarterback. But I'll say this uh, in talking to Dave Ziegler uh, yesterday, our good friend from over at the Athletic, uh, Deshaun Reed asked him. Uh, I think it was the last question uh, that was asked. Could you see foresee a scenario where you don't draft a quarterback in this draft? And he's like, "Well, you know, I don't like to talk in absolutes, one way or another, but mm, yeah." I think one way or another, you know, basically what he said was one way or another, they're going to draft a quarterback uh, in this draft. So how high that quarterback might be taken is the great unknown right now. Uh, but we're going to find out here in a couple of months, that's for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. And 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 I guess before, you know, we start to wrap here um, with, I think, a lot of the, 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 the meat and potatoes of the combine, if you will, Vinny, um, taking place these next couple of days. What are you, what or who are you most looking forward to seeing? Is there anybody in particular or any group, any positional group, uh, you know, aside from quarterback uh, that intrigues you or are of the quarterback pros- prospects? Is there anybody you're keeping a particular eye on that you want to see up close in person that, that, that may be, you know, an interesting fit for the Raiders at quarterback you're talking about? Yeah. Or just, just in general, what, what yeah. is, what are, what are, when you're, when your antennas are on this weekend, what are you going to be looking for? Um, I, I personally like CJ Stroud. Um, and I, and I, I don't think he'll be there at number seven, but, but I don't think the Raiders need to trade up to number one to get him. Um, so we'll, 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 you know, if, 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 if they can move up to number five and get him, uh, I think that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, and I think that the Raiders, I think there's some interest there on the Raiders part, although the cost of moving up is that's going to be the key to it all. Uh, Will Levis and Anthony Richardson are two guys that I think could be there when the Raiders select at number seven and trying to get those two quarterbacks sorted out. Um, you know, both of them have some flaws, both of them have some, some, you know, um, uh, red flags, not character wise. I'm talking about from a quarterback's perspective, you know, whether it's accuracy, um, whether it's, uh, experience in Anthony Richardson's case, whether it's both, you know, for, for both of these guys, uh, and trying to be able to get for the Raiders to get a, uh, a, a, a good feel for, all right, are the issues coachable? Or are they going to be what what ultimately um, 
prevents those two guys from from reaching their ceiling because it feels like both have some pretty high ceilings, especially Anthony Richardson. If you can answer that question definitively, if you can if you can either if you could come away from 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 this evaluation process thinking, hey, uh, with our coaching, you know, with our system, with our support uh, group around them, uh, either one of these guys, we could get these guys to their ceiling. Uh, then it's a worthwhile pick. But if you have any kind of reservations about it, uh, that's that's when you got to turn your direction uh, someplace else. But those are two guys that I'm really keeping an eye on uh, for those for those reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Vinny, I know. I definitely. And, and that makes a ton of sense. And I, I think that's one thing that's particularly unique about about this year's draft. And it's not I, I guess maybe unique isn't the right word, but amongst the quarterbacks up top, you have differing skill sets. You have dif- uh, dif- uh, differing physical profiles and different sets of strengths. And weaknesses, and I guess different trajectories that these guys that the development um, can lead to. So you know, it, I guess we'll see what what Josh McDaniels um, and, and Dave Ziegler want to do collectively. But there, I, I think there is a lot of intrigue. You know, when you have a number seven pick, when you have a vacancy at quarterback, and when there's three four prospects that are in that top, it, it, it makes for what for what, for what <clears throat> it makes for what Raiders fans uh, what for Raiders fans feels like a really really exciting you know exciting opportunity. Uh, and an exciting draft for 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 the Raiders and to to see who they have long term. So I'm super intrigued. I know I'll be following here um, from from Vegas. You know, uh, everything going on this weekend, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you to hearing more next week about what you see and observe as all as everything really gets uh, going here these next few days. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing the quarterbacks on the field. I'm uh, looking forward to everybody, the defensive uh, uh, linemen and the linebackers getting on the field. I think they start tomorrow night over at. Lucas Oil uh, Stadium. So it's going to be a fun rest of the week uh, and a big one, uh, honestly, uh, for the Raiders. And whatever happens, uh, however it turns out in terms of uh, everybody's performances, we're going to have a major recap about it uh, next week. uh, And we're looking forward to that. Uh, Until then, uh, thanks to all our listeners. Thanks to all our supporters. You know, we always appreciate it. Uh, Sam Gordon, thanks for the great job you always do. Uh, Larry Muir, our great producer, thank you so much for everything that you do and always being flexible, especially in these situations when we're on both sides of the, uh, of the of the of the North America right now. Appreciate it, and uh, to, to everybody listening, we'll check back in with you next week. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app with 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez. You're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there.